Hey everyone, there is some strong language in today's episode, including a couple of F-bombs. I've not beeped anything out, so I thought I should let you know about it beforehand. (laughs) Alright guys, we're going to do this in three, two, one. Hey, if Tuesday was the coach of a team in Cleveland, he'd be out of a job this week. Lucky for him, this... Sports Wednesday. Sports Wednesday. Sports Wednesday. All right, Maestro, great work with that jingle. Excellent. Maestro, folks, uh, is, is going in cold tonight. He was just uh, un- unclogging a clogged toilet moments ago, and now he's playing music for us. That's just, that's just how skilled he is. So skilled. So skilled. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Wednesday, sports talk for the medium fan. That means we kind of know what's going on, but we're going to get some of the details a little bit wrong. I'm your host, Pete Brown. I'm also the big man on campus, so you'll hear me referred to as BMOC. That's what that means. Big man on campus, which is totally me once again. <laughs> Let me introduce you to my two co-hosts. First of all, ever since the Cleveland Cavaliers fired Ty Lu, he's added David Blatt's name to his church's prayer chain. <laughs> it's the coach, basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you? Coach? I'm doing good. Real good. Doing, my toilets doing are good. good. Yeah, and I know, I know you got excited when Ty Lue got fired. Oh. I could I could hear you I could hear you going blat 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 blat. Speaking of unclogging toilets, he's a man who appreciates a good candy when he sees one. It's the maestro, Brian Hake. How are you, Maestro? Doing pretty good. I just uh, yeah, I just choked down a couple uh a couple handfuls of candy corn. Um God I hope you vomit. Save your stomach the pain. Some unforeseen conflict breaking out on the sports Wednesday internal text thread this week. We're going to address it in public here in just a little bit, but I'm looking forward to getting to that. Uh, before I do though, I want to remind you how you can follow the show on Twitter at sport Wednesday. We're at 1,482 followers at sport Wednesday and over on Instagram. We've had a good week. Haven't we maestro? Yeah, we, uh, we went over 90. We kind of drip drift back to about 86. But yeah, we, uh, we we clipped the 90 mark over the weekend. It was pretty awesome. I was excited. And we are at Sports Wednesday, where you'll see things like Hats of the Week, the D3 College mascots we talk about, all sorts of great visual content. It really is a good follow at Sports Wednesday on Instagram. And uh, I think this week you'll see, uh, you'll see Coach's resume up there. <laughs> God, yeah. I, I really hope so. it gets through. Oh, it's already there. Yeah. Nice. Nice. All right, guys, let's get into it. Act one, uh, the World Series wrapped up as we predicted last week. We thought there might be an outside chance it would still be going on. But uh, as it turns out, the L.A. Dodgers were not much of a match for the Boston Red Sox where they coached. No, it was it was a classic overpowering offense with a it's it was just such a good team. Boston the Dodgers had nothing to answer to every time the Dodger or the the Bo Sox would come up. I mean, it, it was just waiting for that dam to break when the runs would come through, and and the bullpens did play a factor. Ones was one was really Bull, bad, and bullpens, ones, ones those bullpens, and one was really good. So I was right all along. 
Once again, Coach is a baseball guy. He's a baseball guy. <laughs> uh, so let me ask you this, Coach. We got to talk about that. Was it game three that went 18 yes. innings? And you watched it through 13 innings, is that correct? Yeah, I went to bed at 1.30. <laughs> uh, I thought, you know, the Dodgers gutted that out. They won that game. I thought maybe they're going to turn it around, right? Yeah. But then they turned around in game four. They took a, a four-run lead into the oh. eighth inning, and they couldn't get it done, right? And if you can't protect four runs in the eighth inning, you don't deserve to be worse. No, and, and if, if they hold that lead, goes 2-2, we're talking about a game seven. I'm just telling you, that would have changed the, the complete complexion, but – Taking a 4-0 lead after that 18-inning game, they're, they're feeling great about themselves, and then the Sox come back and score three, and then they end up just absolutely spanking them. I mean, it, was, <laughs> it wasn't even fun. I mean, they had nothing to answer to anything. So hats off to the, the Bo Sox. Yeah, Bo Sox are your champions. Uh, now, who, who was it on the Dodgers that hit the walk-off home run to win in the 18th? Uh, in the, for the, the Dodgers? It was yeah. Muncie. Muncie, Max right? Muncy. So, and if if the Dodgers hadn't gone on to lose, you know, four four games to one, I would say that home run would rank with Kirk Gibson. Oh, but the fact far. that they, they didn't turn the series around, it's going to be lost. And yeah, you know, nice little footnote. Yes. So, all right. Well, that's the 2018 baseball season. I know we all wanted the Cleveland Indians to win or the Pittsburgh Pirates to do a little bit better than they did, but. Uh, <laughs> We're all looking forward to 2019, and before uh, before we wrap up baseball for the year, let's make our very first 2019 World Series predictions. Go ahead. So you're going to predict both teams and the winner. Okay. Go ahead, Coach. I'm going to say it's going to be uh, Boston, and this is going to make this makes me throw up in my mouth a little bit, but mm-hmm. uh, I think the Cubs will be there, and uh, mm-hmm. Boston will repeat. Nice. You think you All think right, the Cubs sure. are going to pick up some of those big namers? Yeah, there's there's no chance they're gonna they're gonna be they're gonna be very very active in um in free agency. I believe I believe they'll get rid of some players and pick. They're some gonna up go there. after Harper. Yeah, I think Bryce Harper is going to be a Cub. I think he's going to be a Cub. Harper. Yeah. Trout and Harper. If if they yeah if they if they get Harper, that's a good pick. I'd like to see the Brewers back there. I feel feel like they were. I they, think they, they could. They're they're they need to add a little bit more to their starting pitching. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely were punching above their weight, but I mean, I think that'd be I, I was going to go ahead and pick them for the National League and I was going to uh I was going to pick the Indians. Oh, 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 please. Yeah, I I have a feeling like next August I'll give up a point to readjust my picks, but I'm going to go ahead Good and for you. Brewers Indians. Oh. I I also thought about the Braves. I think the Braves are going to be they are. They're about a year or two away. I think they need to establish a few more things. They're a good young team. But, you know, when you're at wait till next year, hope always springs eternal. So I'm going to go with the Indians. How about you, Maestro? Yeah, I think the Braves, you know, I think if they uh, they build up their bullpen, I think it's all about <laughs> pitching and hitting. I think if they get their hitting going, I think they'll be pretty good. That's uh, some great insight. Uh, he's sound, he sounded more and more like a baseball, he's a baseball guy. guy. I'm going to do a little hybrid of, you, of both of yours. I'm going to say Brewers and the Sox. Okay. I, and who wins? I, I, oh, this, the, the Red Sox are going to repeat. This is, uh-huh. you know, unless people get hurt, this, yeah. is, this is something they got going there. It's not going to go away. Oh, uh, their their lineup is so dangerous. Those are some bold statements. I'll just remind you, after the 2016 World Series, we were saying the same things about the Indians. Mm, that is true. <laughs> ah! 
I wasn't. All right. Oh, so that was baseball. Was it uh, good year in baseball for you, Coach? Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed the season. Great season. Yeah. How about you, Maestro? Uh, probably the most baseball I've, I've watched ever. So. <laughs> and I know, uh, I remember I remember there was a point where the Pirates were in first place and Coach kept saying they're going to sink. Uh, hey, man, they, they played 540 baseball, right? That's a decent season for, for a Howell Young. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I Hats off to them, but they, they did fall out of first place. So They absolutely did. All right, that wraps it up. And now we're going to move on to the big bucket of cards. Oh. Coach, tell us how the big bucket of cards works. Well, the big bucket of cards works where we basically, one of us, uh, it was me for the first two. This time it's going to be Maestro. Reach into his bucket or box of cards and pull out a card. And we're going to attempt to try to make connections uh, with that person on the card. Yeah, so we're talking sports cards or uh, possibly uh, movie cards. Possibly uh, a presidential cards. <laughs> What, whatever you got, right? So we did, well, it was baseball cards the first two weeks. We drew first Mickey Klutz, former Oakland A. Did not get him on the show, but we did, A, find out what a great follow he is on Twitter, what a huge fan of Law & Order he is, and he signed a card and mailed it back to us. God bless him. So he's actually he's actually in the Sports Wednesday Hall of Fame. And then uh, our last guy was Alan Bannister. The only way we could try and reach him was via Facebook, and he did not accept my friend request, so... Uh, several weeks of trying, and we finally gave up last week. So, who's our new guy, Maestro? Are you ready well, to make? I do the want draw? to give a little background on this box of cards. Right. So, this was taken out of my parents' house when we uh, cleaned out their house when they downsized. This is my this is uh, my brother's set. I'm pretty sure it's not mine. Um, he is King Havoc. He's one of our big followers on Instagram. But yep. Anyway, just wanted to give props to him because I take no. Uh, I'm just I'm just the hoarder. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and uh, Maestro, I, th- I forgot I was going to ask you to share that text your brother sent you about the World Series this year. I thought that was pretty insightful too. Yeah, he uh, he he just wanted to put it out there that a lot of the you know the the really star players of the World Series were ex Pirates or kind of the journeyman guys that have bounced around but started with the Pirates. And uh... here it is. I I found the text. I had to scroll through quite a bit of arguing about candy. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Pierce, who is the MVP. And Brock Holt from Boston and David Fries on the Dodgers, all ex-pirates and all major contributors. I hate that feeling. As an Indians fan, I know it quite well. Oh, we've contributed to a lot of World oh, Series. Yeah. I mean, the Pirates yeah. are like they're like a built-in minor league farm well, team. That, that's funny because for years before they became the Nationals, the the whole the big joke in, in baseball was the Montreal Expos were the greatest. Spose. Yeah, the Spos were the greatest uh, AAA team for the rest of the major leagues because all their players would get good and every other team would take them. Yep. Yep. Andres Galarraga. Andres Galarraga. All right, let's have a drum roll. Let's pull from that bucket, see who we're going after next. Ready? Here we go. I I pulled it out here. What'd you get? Number 74 from the Chicago Bears. Offensive tackle. Bob Asher. Ooh, Bob, Bob Asher. Asher. Chicago Bears, Bob Asher. What can you tell what year is that, what year is that card? Can you tell us on the uh, back? It looks like 1972. Oh, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh god. So let, I'm going to guess. So wait. <laughs> in oh, 72, he's probably let's say let's guess he's 25. Yeah. He's, Maybe. He might even be a little bit older than that. He's 72. He's born, I got it here. He's born on uh, in 1948. He's 70. 70 years old. 
Wow. All right, Bob Asher. All right. Well, you know, former football players live a long oh, time. Oh, yeah. They didn't get banged up at all. No CTE. All right, Bob Asher. Robert, Robert Dabney Asher, a former offensive tackle for the Dallas Cowboys and Chicago Bears. He played his college ball at? Vanderbilt. Any guess? Vanderbilt. Vandy. That's right. Okay. Right. So we will. <laughs> he retired, retired in 1976. So we'll see if we can, we can track him down. I'm sure he's got a huge social media presence. <laughs> the important thing to remember is, at least as far as Wikipedia is showing me, he is in fact still good. All right, woo. <laughs> so, all right, that's the bullet there. That's the big bucket of cards. Next Jeez. week, hopefully, we'll have a little update on Bob Asher. <laughs> all right, guys, are you ready to do this yeah. now? Where are we at? Where are we at? Oh, commercial. We no, we are we are at the top three non-bar games. Mm. I had no idea it was going to be so controversial. Uh, but we learned this week that, that Coach has absolutely the worst tasting. Oh, my God. Ever. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Holy cow. Uh, okay. So these are your top three non-bar candies. So that means not a Snickers bar, not a Milky Way bar, mm-hmm. not a Butterfinger. No. I don't, I don't even out. think of York Peppermint Patty, although technically out. it's a circle. So, all right. So let's have them. Let's have them, Coach. Let's hear them. So I went. I went completely opposite. I mean, I, there's no chocolate in this list because when I think of bars and, and candy yeah. bars, so my my top three. It's like st- it's stuff you can buy in a yes. bag and sneak into the movie. My top three: um, Mike and Ike, yep. Twizzlers, and Sour Patch. There's my top three. Mike and Ike, Twizzlers, and Sour Patch. Okay, and and like uh, red Twizzlers. Oh yeah, red Twizzlers, Twizzlers, and then Mike and Ike, your normal straight up. All although I'll eat all varieties, and your straight up Sour Patch. Hey, so uh, okay, Mike and Ike, Twizzlers, and Sour. Those are all good, good. Uh, because you like the sour. I candy? do. Okay. I'm a big fan. All right, so I'm going to tell you guys, I am, I am, I'm a candy classicist. I like the classics. Oh, is is Necco wafers going to get mentioned here? <laughs> I do like neck wafers, but they're not a top three. Oh, so my top three, obviously. So old. Uh, I like, I like the orange jelly. All right, yes, that's fine. That. Orange slices, that's fine. Yep. Uh, I like, I like the candy corn. It's yeah, a good time of year. I'm gonna call. I, I would eat bullshit on that. <laughs> I, I would even. I would eat candy corn. In no, you May. wouldn't. I absolutely. God, you guys. Okay. I. I I might throw these headphones. And my down. number one, my number one candy. No, this is, don't say it out loud. Don't say it. <laughs> don't you goddamn say it. The circus oh peanut. God. I love the circus oh. peanuts. Peter, oh my god. They are they're soft, marshmallowy pillows of, of oh wonderful. Oh my god, pets. they're rubber pieces of dog shit. What are you doing? Um, now, I will tell you this: If you don't get fresh circus peanuts, I agree, it is not a good experience. If they fresh. if they're not fresh, nice and soft, right? But if you, if you keep them like, if you got some stale ones, put see, them in your front see, pocket for a oh. day, and then see. My then belief is be all circus warm. peanuts were made in 1942. They made 18 billion of them, and they just they yeah. can't get rid of them. They were used to pack things, and people. Are so them. here's. Here's the here's here's the story with circus penises. Right. Uh, you know, we we were a a sugar negative household more or less. We didn't have candy or sugar cereals or anything. Yes. But my my dad loves the circus okay. peanuts. So that was one one thing we would have. He he'd be like, "Hey, I've got some circus <laughs> peanuts." So, so I like get it. every I get year, it. 
for his birthday, my kids give him a big jar of circus peanuts, and on Father's Day they give me circus peanuts, 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 I wonder if he's still talking and he doesn't know. He doesn't know. I just texted him. We are currently experiencing technical problems. We will return to your scheduled programming shortly. Door and technische storing is dit nummer nu niet bereikbaar. But we are currently experiencing technical difficulties. Okay. Oh my God, Peter. So what's funny was I was penis, 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 penis. I have no, I have no idea what happened. The cat came in here and started walking around on the computer, and then that went down. Did it tape any? Did it save any of that? Yeah. Well, there's this long thing, and then mine just dropped out, and then it continued to listen to you two laugh and. And talk to each other until I stopped it. So, oh my god, I was laughing so hard. Uh, I was okay, losing it. All right, where are we? Here's how we're going to pick it up. Ready? All right, all right, everybody. Uh, what what you haven't heard here is uh, some technical difficulties, which resulted in my recording stream just repeating the word peanuts over and over, but it was clipped, so it sounded like penis over and over. <laughs> and I'm going to drop in a sample here, and then. Coach and Maestro lost their shit for at least five minutes while I tried to get everything reset. Is that accurate? That is absolutely spot on. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not Maestro because his three non-bar candies have to follow that. Good luck. I sound jacked. Is that true, Maestro? Yeah, you sound a little like thin and tinny. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, it. like one of your filters or something is an honor. All right. So now we're picking up with Maestro. Maestro, what are your top three non-bar candies? So, um, you know, I've kind of sworn off candy a little bit, but I will say Raisinets. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Starburst Minis. Okay. And Twizzlers. Good, solid picks. Classics. Classics. Starburst Minis are good, but it's weird because they're not wrapped individually. Correct. I know. I, w- I was a toss-up between Skittles and Starburst Minis. I, I almost had Skittles on mine, too. But I-, I-, I feel like when I eat Skittles, I do like them, but I eat them in bulk. Like, I don't really enjoy them. I feel like whenever I have a bag of Skittles, my job as a human being is to eat them as fast as possible. So yeah. I don't know if I really enjoy them or I just consume them. Yeah, it's like they put in an addictive chemical in there that make yes. you crave it for it nightly. <laughs> crave it. Crave the Skittles. Yeah. So, uh, and that was... Uh... 
Marshawn Lynch's uh, go-to. That was. Sideline snack, was it not? Skittles. All right. Well, it's it's going to be hard to bring uh, non-bar candies to a graceful end since we had <laughs> such a peak <laughs> of hilarity early on. Uh, but I think it's just time to, to move on, folks, and let you all know that Sports Wednesday is brought to you by Hoopsters, the greatest basketball-themed board game you've never played. This game was invented by Coach and I in 2003, and each week we give a little update on our progress or lack thereof of getting it to market in, uh, in what I still believe is possibly our least popular segment. Coach, any update this week for you on Hoopsters? Uh, no, not really. Yeah, not so much. Not so much. I had a, I had a busy weekend. I think last week my update was I had been thinking hard about it, and this week I had been thinking a little less hard. Yeah, so. But I was thinking about it. I will tell you my schedule's starting to open up a little bit now as some big projects move off my agenda. So I'm I'm anticipating some movement on hoopsters uh, between now and the end of the year. Excellent. And uh, if you want to if you want to keep up to date, if you want to get one of the first hoopster sets, um, go to hoopsters.store, drop in your email your email address, and we'll put you on the list. Don't you come? I have this cat's come back, and we know what happened last time he was here. Penis, 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 (laughs) penis. Uh, now, Coach, didn't you play the game with your family? I did. I did. I played with uh, both my uh, my mother and my father. And what were their thoughts? Uh, well, I, both of them really enjoyed it. My dad, which is he's much more of a, an engineer and a thinker, yep. um, he spent a lot of time on every move, which did yeah. work because he did beat me. So uh, <laughs> he enjoyed it. He loves he loves back backgammon. So this game yeah. fit right in his wheelhouse. I, uh, I I thought for sure Bo would do it, and he'd be like, "Oh yeah, here's how you're going to build these mass producing the problem exactly. and have it all worked out." And he goes, "Well, I could I could totally lay this, and uh, yeah, I have a router. Yeah, I could do this in my shop." Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm like okay, thanks, Dad. All right, so uh, tell him we need a thousand units by Christmas, <laughs> hand etched. So, uh, very good. All right. Let's get into Act Two. What do we need for Act Two? We need an Irish guy. We need some music. All right, I'm going to find that Irish guy. Well, you know, if you lose an hour in the morning, you know what you'll be doing. You'll be looking for it all day. Here's Act Two. Mm, that might be my favorite you've played the entire time. That was awesome. Great. The cars there for Maestro. That was I like really that really good. Really good album that is, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, so, guys, I, I realize uh, this episode's coming out on Halloween. I haven't even said Happy Halloween, but uh, Happy Halloween. Do try not to die. Happy Halloween to you. I hope. I uh, hope uh, those of you who are listening on Wednesday uh, have a good Halloween and get candy and and circus peanuts for everybody all around. Uh, <laughs> don't be cursed by the circus peanuts. So on the fly, I'm changing this first act to a segment from Cleveland Coaching Carousel to the Ghosts of Cleveland Coaching. Oh, all right. An active week. The Cleveland Cavaliers uh, this week fired Coach Tyron Liu after he started the season 0-6. Uh, I don't I don't know that anybody expected him to make it the whole year, but this seemed awfully quick to me. I, I just seen the, the timing seems weird. If you were going to – you you know what his philosophy is. This is a guy that coached basically a team full of – you know, he had a Ferrari and yep. he was winning and now he's got this rebuild. And you know his philosophy. You know what you're going to get. And six games in, you fire him. It just seems like you should have let him go in the beginning of the year. 
Yeah, he is. Uh, he is known as a player's coach. He is popular on teams with lots of stars. But uh, you know, I, I, I guess <clears throat> I, I did read a little article. It, this actually should be no surprise to you guys. I think the last four or five coaches have been let go after game two against the Steelers. Really? Yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll be sure to talk about that when we get to the Browns. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Still talking about the Cavs, but that's all right. I was like, that's really yeah. strange how NBA coaches are, are connected Sorry. to the Steelers. Yeah, you know, so it's funny. You guys saying Lou in my head was Hugh. Uh, it was Hugh. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Sorry, uh, we, yeah. we can fix so, that in post. The Steelers, the Steelers beat the Cavs this past weekend. and So, uh, so I put so here, good. Coach, that uh, let's throw out a name for the Cavs job. I looked today at, at some of the names, and I, I don't know any of them. And uh, weirdly, Larry Drew now is is maybe or may not be may the know. interim head coach. There's some disparity because the Cavs are calling him that, but he has been saying to reporters, nobody has renegotiated his contract thus To be far. the head coach, That's yes. right. And I think he, uh, he would like to be maybe the full-time head coach for the rest of the year, but he's not not too keen on being interim. So we'll see how that works out. But the Cavs did win their first game tonight and Maestro picked up a bonus point for correctly picking their game against the Hawks. Uh, so I guess you could say they're undefeated since they got rid of Ty Lue. <laughs> yes. Well, things are looking up. Let me ask you before we move on uh, to the Browns, do you think Ty Lue gets another head coaching job? Uh, yeah, I think he will. I, I think he'll he'll bounce around. I, I could see him get, going into uh, broadcast. Mm-hmm. I think he'll he'll do some work with ESPN or TNT or something, um, and bide his time. And there'll be a team he'll get he'll get some interest. If uh, if LeBron says, "Hey, hire him as an assistant," do you think the Lakers will do it? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You wouldn't. I don't think that I don't think the Lakers should either. I mean, I just I think that's a conflict of interest because you've got his ex head coach, you've got a young head coach. I think that would be a hot mess. Mm, gotcha. I mean, if well, Lou if Lou was uh, able to get uh, you know Baker hitting more threes, I think they probably would have been. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that might have uh, worked. That's right. Well, you know what, Maestro is expected to know a lot about Cleveland sports, and that's hard for him. Uh, any any names, coach, for the Cavs job that, that here's here's one that I would like. He he went he was a, a strong interview for the Knicks, and he's a younger guy. Um, I think he's got a lot of energy, and I think he's going to get a, a head coaching job. Is um, is Jerry Stackhouse? Hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, I think he would be excellent for this for this job. And and of course, you're secretly pulling for David Blatt's triumphant. Oh, absolutely. I, to my but one take on this is just that. Man, his timing sucks because mm-hmm. this is the team that David Blatt should be coaching, not the one that he was given. Yep. I gotcha. So, what are you going to do? You're David Blatt. What the hell? Okay. I will say with LeBron gone, our, our Cavs talk, our insightful analysis is, is, is dulled down a bit, I think. It's, it's waning. It is. Yes. So. All right. Well, let's talk about the Cleveland Browns. You know, we did uh, start out the year with a tie, then we got a win, and things seem to be going well, and the wheels have just come off uh, for the Browns the last few weeks. Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley, offensive coordinator, both let go this week. Uh, and owner Jimmy Haslam saying this is a sign that we won't tolerate internal strife because apparently those two did not get along. Oh, no. They were oil and water. 
you saw some of it during hard knocks when they were having, you know, disagreements over whether or not injured players should practice or if they should even be out there. Um, but I'll tell you what, the offense has been uninspired the last several weeks. Um, so they've been gone. Now I, I understand there's some sort of correlation between, uh, Brown's coaches getting fired and playing the Steelers. Is that right? Maestro? So what were you saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I read somewhere. It was in my, uh, in my, my studies for tonight. Studies. Uh, I think it was the last four or five coaches have been let go after game two against the Steelers. Mm. Yeah. Makes sense. It does. And Steelers seem like actually they're putting things together and I think they're going to start to do quite well here. So, uh, so Hugh Jackson gone. Um, you know, he went one and fifteen his first year. They brought him back. He went zero and sixteen. <laughs> they brought him back. I mean, so inspiring. Yeah, he seemed like a nice enough guy on Hard Knocks, but but those numbers just I'm I'm shocked that he stayed stayed. He around shouldn't. He year. shouldn't have been back for this year. That's I, right. He just shouldn't have. That was that was. I didn't understand that. So now, uh, Greg Williams, who is Bounty Gate. Greg Williams <laughs> is the interim head coach. He uh, he was head coach of the Buffalo Bills from 2000 to 2003. But any any names going around for the Browns that we should be? Yeah, so so there's a couple. There's one that's intriguing because he's a very experienced coach, and I think he's wearing out his welcome where he's at. I was I was listening to the radio and they were talking about Mike McCarthy. Yep. Uh, for Green Bay, and yep. and they were saying about him and Aaron Rodgers may have run their their course, and I, their season this year is going to end up again maybe nine and seven, maybe ten and six. They're probably going to lose in the first round, and I could see them seeing the clock ticking on Aaron Rodgers and getting rid of him. And if that happened, I think Mike McCarthy would be a fantastic. Sure. Um, pick up. The only other one that I could see that is uh, former Colorado Rock, uh, Colorado um, running back Eric Bieniemy. Eric the, sleeping uh, with Bieniemy. Yes, he is the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs, and he's going to get a lot of play because yeah. of how good Mahomes is. And yeah. I guess he's been doing a lot of. I guess he's an up and comer, which I would love to see an up and comer. Although he's not super young, but I'd mean, love to see an up and comer young guy get a shot. See yep. what happens. Yep. So uh, that was one of my favorite all-time Chris Berman nicknames when he played for Eric San Diego. Yeah, Eric yes. sleeping with the enemy. Uh, so he started out as a running backs coach at, at his alma mater at Colorado, then was a running backs coach uh, for the Chiefs, and now is their offensive coordinator. Yeah, that would be an interesting hire. People like to hire Andy Reid guys. Like, yes. You know, and that's that's another thing. So. Uh, oh man. <laughs> Jeez, that that was quick. How could sleeping with Bianami make Maestro fall asleep? I don't know. Two Cleveland struggling teams back to back. Oh my goodness. Yes, it's exciting. Look at my Maestro can't even get the sentence out. Two Cleveland teams. Uh, yeah, and by the way, you know who's calling plays for the Browns this this Sunday against the Chiefs? Their running backs. Their running backs coach Freddie Kitchen, who who. Has never been an offensive coordinator, although in the, <laughs> yeah. the story I read said he was allowed to call plays on a few series during the preseason. <laughs> so Ooh, that's, can I call a play? Can I call a play? <laughs> they should just raffle it off right now, you know. God. Bring in a random Browns fan from the dog pound to make those calls. All right. Well, we fell behind in Act One with that whole uh, circus penis thing. So <laughs> let's, let's wrap up Act Two quickly, Coach. Uh, what do people do if they want to? They want to learn about hoopsters. Well, all they, all they got to do. I don't is, get to pick a coach. 
Oh, yeah. you want to pick a coach? Sorry, okay. Frick, I was wait. still his fan. Please, Maestro, when you snore, we try and get out of the segment as quickly as possible. That's the whole strategy. I, I follow the show sheets. If you if you want, you, it, you don't snore. You should be like Horshake. You should be going, oh, oh, oh. I didn't, didn't say anything <laughs> about here about coach act two. I mean, so I have two guys. All right, what do you got? I find, first of all, time out. I find it disingenuous that you snore and complain that it's too much Cleveland I starting. I agree. All right. It was, it was too much coach. <laughs> all right. Really <laughs> I can get behind that. All right. Go ahead. Damn go ahead, Maestro. I got two guys. So there's one guy that they've sniffed, sniffed around a little bit in previous coaching searches, and it's Josh McDaniels. And I think that uh, he's probably going to be ready to leave New England after this year oh, as well. I, I hope not. He, I think they'll probably look at. And then I also think there's a guy by the name of John Filippo. Yeah. Um, and he is uh, from Youngstown. Yep. And he's currently the uh, Vikings offensive coordinator. And he used yeah, to be. He was the, with the Browns. Yeah, he was briefly with the Browns. And he was also with uh, Philadelphia last year. He was their QB coach. I'd say Josh McDaniel, the, he he is burnt. He burned the the Colts last year he took the job and then changed his mind at the That's last right. minute yeah. Yeah. I don't think anybody's asking him to be their coach anymore do you remember he he was hired to coach the Broncos at the time the youngest head coach in NFL history they went like started like eight and zero or seven yes. and one and Aaron's like this guy's a genius and then they finished zero and eight <laughs> right and had a miracle win with uh, Tebow that was yeah. Tebow's one Playoff win. I think of that a lot when I think of the Rams coach, right? Because they are currently seven and zero, eight and zero. And are they going to keep it up? Or are they going to have a Josh McDaniels type meltdown? Good question. Mm. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Good question. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Maestro. I have one more question for you. If you wanted to keep up with the development of hoopsters, what would you do? I would uh, get some actual product development people involved, and not YouTube checkers. Ah. Or get like right. a you know a schnazzy visual designer that's got some uh, some good ideas. Let hmm. him, let him uh, get more involved. I don't know where we find one of those guys. No idea. But if you are a schnazzy visual designer or a product person, just head to Hoopsters.store, drop your email <laughs> in, the, in the little box, and reach out to us. Yeah, we'll get back to you. We'll get back to you. Once yeah. again, we are committed to having sets available by Christmas. We just haven't said which Christmas. <laughs> Be prepared to uh, fill out uh, several clauses and uh, NDAs because uh, that's the way BMOC rolls. That's how I roll. That is true. All right, guys. Let's move into Act 3. We need a little music. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Nice. That was that. That was an angry intro music play. It sounded awesome. There was some anger there, though. There was. A little I really, I did feel the anger there too. Yeah, a little bit of rage. Awesome. All right. Ragey. All right. So before we get into our personal scoreboard updates and our locks of the week, we need to talk about the college football playoff rankings. The first ones came out today. Uh, no real surprise in the top four, except that LSU was number three. So it's Alabama, yeah. Clemson, LSU, then Notre Dame. What do you think about that, Maestro? Hold on, I'm pulling up my uh, my shenanigans list that uh, Coach sent me earlier. What'd you ask me? 
I'm, I'm saying if, if, if circus peanuts were one of the top four teams, which team are they? Um, Cleveland Browns. <laughs> uh, what'd you, what'd you think of the top four? I hate Notre Dame. They shouldn't be there. So I'm looking forward to Nor- Northwestern beating them this weekend. Yeah. Oh, so you think they're going to lose this week? This, this is the week. They probably won't. Gonna... They probably won't, but I, I, I hope they do. I, I just think they're, they're not a legit eight no team. Yeah, in, I, in my eyes, I feel that, and I I hate Michigan being number five, <laughs> big time. Yes, yeah, so which it. is which is worse, Notre Dame at four, or if if they slide down, Michigan at four? I don't, I don't know. I don't know, Coach. What do you think of that? Well, I mean, it says a lot that the voters said an eight no Notre Dame team is below a, a one loss LSU team. That 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 basically says that the voters don't believe them, mm-hmm. so they have to put that. But Notre Dame has to be at four. Um. But boy, once you get below LSU, four through ten, I mean, I don't have a lot of confidence in any of them having a chance. In, in I mean, they're they're all over the place. Like yep. there's, you know, there's nobody that stands out at all through four through ten. One through three, best three fo- teams in football. Yeah, you know, I got to say, I, I'm I'm excited about this LSU Alabama game, but I feel like Alabama Alabama may crush them. They need to, and you know, if that happens, man, whew. All right, Coach, you want to tell, talk, tell us how the Survivor game is going to work All right, here? so here's how the Survivor game is going to go. So there are 10 teams. I'm going to eliminate Alabama and Clemson from choosing, and I'll explain why. Um, and basically, you have a choice. You can pick any of the teams from 3 through 10, and it's going to basically be like Survivor game pool rules. Pick a team. If that team stays in their current slot on the playoff rankings or moves up, you still continue with the game. But if your team drops down, you're out. So basically the last person that has a team that stayed the same or went up wins the point. Okay. Does so it change each week? Yeah. So no, you get you get one pick. It's this uh, is their survivor okay. pick. So basically so you get one you pick. Don't, you so don't change your pick every week. No, this is one pick and we're gonna do it once. And if we get early and we could do it again, we'll do it again. So basically we have to predict spot three or spot four. Correct. Okay. Alrighty. Well, Michigan lost I mean, this week, aren't they? Well, you basically have to predict in the top ten who's going to stay the same. I mean, if they st- this person stays at seven the entire time, you're good. Yeah, and we got to be make sure because there, there's bye weeks happening too. I imagine there's. Well, then you won't move. Who wants first pick? I'll let BMOC go. I don't know who I don't know who they're playing this week. I don't know who they're playing. I don't know who, other than Ohio <laughs> State, cares, everybody. I'm a. I got my pick. I'm staring at it. I don't. I'm really I'm going to take it. Oklahoma. God damn it! That's who I was staring at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, uh, you know, strength of schedule. As much as I think these SEC teams are better, they're going to beat up on each other, and yeah. they're going to slip, right? No. Um, I don't believe in Notre Dame. I don't believe in Michigan. Georgia is tempting there, but for them to be tempting, they have to miss the SEC championship game. Yes. You know what I mean? And I can't. So so I'm taking the Oklahoma Sooners. I'm going to take Ohio State. Okay. Oh, I guess they can only go up. All right. right. Um, Hey, Maestro, are you you feel like they're going to get it together after that meltdown against Purdue? Probably not. No? But they are going (laughs) to. But they're going to move up the next couple of weeks. 
while you guys so you think they're gonna they're gonna win this week. Yeah. I think historically you're right. Ohio State loses a game and then they make this inexorable march towards possibly yes, the fourth do. spot and the whole country's like, We hate Ohio State. We hate them. God, Oklahoma, that's a good pick. Maestro, do you want second pick? He did. He picked Ohio State. Oh, okay. Oh, so, God, I'm not paying attention. I'm just saying. You can, make, right, you can make your in-laws very happy with your pick here. Oh, God. They play Georgia this week. I don't think so. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to take Washington State. That's, that's going to burn. I'm going to burn on that, but I'm going to take the Washington. I'm taking the Pirate. I mean, in Survivor, you can take – and two guys can have the same team. Yeah, but what's the fun in that? All right. You're going to lose – I would stay. I would stay away from that Pac-12. They're a, they're an incestuous, weird group out there. I know. Who uh, who do they play this week? I think Stanford. If they do, then mm. you definitely don't want to take them. Oh, Stanford sucks. Washington mm. State's gonna roll. Yeah, but the Pac-12 they keep beating each other. Not with that. I believe in Washington State. Okay. I'm going with I'm going with the Apple Boys. And and just before we wrap this segment, let me ask you guys: Do you like this whole? College playoff. I I love it. I just wish there were eight teams. So then you don't love it. I well, I like playoff. I, I like it better than the BCS, the way they used to do it with one game. I like having four yeah. teams in. Yeah, I just I hate that they're like we have a thirteen person committee making these choices. I know but the how it's done. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know. They how about have, you, Maestro? They should have. They should have a this. They should have twelve people, and then like they rotate a thirteen person, in, and it's a lottery. Who's the thirteenth nice. person? Yeah. Is? That's not bad. Yeah, and one should just be like a crazy fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be fantastic. I think uh, I think OU Bobcats. Uh, they really should. What? Be. <laughs> they they definitely deserve that fourth spot. <laughs> They're so good. They're so good. They're so good. Have you seen them? They dominated Ball State. They- all state is never going to play football again. <laughs> it demoralized him. Yep. Uh, okay. Well, right, Meister, Meister, I hope I hope to God you've got your guitar ready because I keep putting this on there just because I love the, the the theme song for it so oh, much. It's just so good. <laughs> One more time, at least. That might be might a lot of that might have to be our next ringtone. Yeah, that was so good. Uh and that cough there at the end was great too, because Maestro does chain smoke during the show. I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Like a chimney. So uh, all right, D three football mascots. This is uh, this is kind of replaced Tad of the week for us for a little while here because we're just finding unique and, and unusual D three football mascot names, and we're guessing what they are. And uh, I'm going to throw out the first one. It is Puget Sound. <gasps> Ooh, Puget Sound. Puget Sound. That must be in Seattle. Are they the? They're not the Sounders. That's too simple. Ooh, yeah. I'm going to say they are the. Um, I'm gonna say the Pelicans. Good, good guess. Good guess. I'm gonna huh? say they are the um, the seashells. <laughs> no, they were the seashells, but it was too scary. 
the Puget Sound loggers. 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 Like logs, not like lager the beer. Correct. Right. Okay. Very good. All right. What do you got, Maestro? All right. You guys ready? Yeah, I'm ready. The college is McDaniel. Where is that? It's in Westminster, Maryland. Hmm. Can you use it as a sentence? Uh, <laughs> okay, McDaniel, Maryland. I'm going to say they're the McDaniel Bulldogs. Uh, no. I know it. Hmm. Mm. I'm I'm going to say they are the fighting insurance salesmen. <laughs> Damn, I see. That was terrible. All right, you guys ready? Yeah. The McDaniel Green Terror. The Green Terror. Yes. The yes. Green Terror. Noise. And their logo is fantastic. I love it. Oh, it's really good. I can't wait to see it. Luckily, I follow Sports Wednesday on Instagram at Sports Wednesday, and I'll be able to see it there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. The play. Green Terror. I, I love like like Green Terror. Do, do you think that, like they play like? Is it Tulane, the Green Wave, or somebody's the Green North Texas? Yes. Maybe the Mean Green. Yes. Who would win in the Mean Green versus the Green Terror? Well, it's a, the Mean Green's play Division One, so I think they'll probably win. <laughs> oh wow! But the All mascots. Right. Oh, the mascot My, is horrific. He looks like yeah. he's like a green wolf. He's like, what do you get? What do you got there, Coach? What's your D three college mascot mine for? Mine is Franklin Marshall, and it's in Lancaster, PA. Ooh. They are they are the diplomats. God damn you! Why do you know that? <laughs> I just know things. Oh, that's for real. Yes. Oh, that's a horrible name. Huh. But I was going to say the aristocrats. Oh, you would have been close. Yep. Yep. Sorry about it. Sorry about that. Uh, oh, that's okay. Uh, Steal my thunder. It's fine. Why don't, you, why don't you stretch a little bit next time? All right, stretch. <laughs> stretch. <laughs> You know what I think? You know, BMOC's got that uh, photographic memory or eidetic memory. I bet he scans the D3 list on uh, Wikipedia before the show. No doubt. And he's got them all in there. He probably knew, he probably knew the Green Terror. He's just like throwing us a bone. He's the Green Terror. Green Terror. Uh, okay. I, I think we need, a, we, need, we, need, we, need the, um, we need the song to end this segment. Oh. Play in, play out. D3 football mascots. <laughs> so good. That is really good. You've you've outdone yourself. I feel like I feel like uh, first of all, after the show, I talk about maybe uh, us taking a week off sometime, and I think we should just do D3 college football mascots for that week. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, okay, now we're into our scoreboard update, folks. And as you know, we've been keeping track since we started the show. Uh, this is for bragging rights and also for pink slips for our vehicles. <laughs> what? 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 Last week, uh, last week, our NCAA locks of the week, we went 0 and 3. All three of us missed them. Uh, Coach, you you picked Appalachian State minus eight over Georgia Southern, and I believe that's because your niece plays volleyball there. Correct. Correct. Yes, yeah, so uh, the power of a long lane east did not help them against Georgia Southern. They lost thirty-four to fourteen. Got the power, um, Maestro. You picked Texas minus two and a half over Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma State upset them thirty-eight thirty-five. I, I, I was that. not a, 
Yeah, I was not a believer in Texas. It's no mistake that they're not in the top 10 anymore. Yep. No. Uh, I, I have been going with the strategy of big lines, and it almost paid oh, off. Oh, you Maybe, were so close. Plus 21.5 over Notre Dame, but they lost 44-22, so a half point. <laughs> I, somewhere there's like the guy who makes the line in Vegas going, nailed it. Crushed <laughs> it. So 0 for 3 there uh, on our on our picks. So uh, let's, uh, guys, this will be a little bit out of order here. No, no, we'll just go ahead. And on the NFL, on the NFL, <laughs> sorry, I do this every week. I'm like, oh, let's go right into the picks. I'm like, no, I've got to update the scores, and I can't update the scores unless I say what we did on the NFL. Where we went 3-0. and We all three got our NFL picks. Uh, last week, uh, Maestro went with the Houston Texans, minus 7.5 over Miami, and they dominated the Dolphins, 42-23. The Dolphins are falling, up, they're falling apart. They're bad. Yep. Houston's hot. Miami's not. Uh, <laughs> coach, coach picked uh, Carolina, plus 2 over Baltimore, and uh, they certainly had no problem with Baltimore, 36-21. And then I took the big line, Green Bay, plus 10.5 over the Rams, and they covered... They lost by two, 29-27. So uh, then uh, Maestro gets plus one because the Cavs beat the Atlanta Hawks, and that was their first one of the year, and he predicted that. So Maestro, you're actually 87 of 145. Hell yeah. I'm at 85 of 145, and Coach, you're 81 of 145. Mm. But we got lots of things to pick this week. We're going to see some movement, I'm telling you. This is going to be big. All right, so we're going to start. I want you to give me your lock of the week, and then uh, we'll just go boom, 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 one, two, three, and then we're going to say what our game to watch is for the NCAA. So let's start. Uh, lock of the week, we're going to start with Coach. Okay, I'm going to take a plus 10 Penn State uh, versus Michigan, taking the points versus Michigan. I think that's a good pick, and God, I hope I hope Penn State beats them. That'll so, be a close game for sure, so that's yeah. a good pick. Yep. All right, Maestro? I'm going to go Utah over Arizona State. Arizona State is plus seven. I think Utah's going to beat the Nikes out of them. All right. Really? Didn't Arizona State win last week? They did. They beat they USC. Did. USC's beat I up. I got Okay. Well, I am, am going to go ahead and take uh, Northwestern plus nine and a half over Notre Dame. Good pick. Nice. They had a good game last week. I think they might be the team that exposes Notre Dame, but nine and a half points, man. I love them big. I love them big lines. I know you do. Okay, game to watch, Coach. Well, I'm. I know the obvious game, which is uh, Bama LSU. Yep. I think we're going to talk about that, but I'm going to pick the game you just talked about because it's my upset watch, which is Northwestern versus Notre Dame. I think that could be mm-hmm. very compelling, and uh, I think Fitzgerald's got that team ready to go. And I'd like to it's, see Notre Dame lose. It's in North. It's in Northwestern, isn't it? Isn't it at? Uh, or is it at home at Notre Dame? I'm not sure. They're awfully close to each other. They yes, are awfully they close, are. yeah. Uh, okay, Maestro, your game to watch. I actually have the same. I had the same two. I had LSU and, and Notre Dame. I'm, I'll just say LSU. I think that that's going to be that's going to be the popcorn uh, Skittles game to watch. We got to find out if LSU is for real, and and even- and Alabama too. They haven't really played anybody. Mm-hmm. They haven't been truly challenged. Yeah, so. but they yeah they have not. Str- you know, Ohio State hasn't played anybody. And they you know, but they play down to their talent. Alabama does not do that. No, they take care of business. Yeah. So, uh, but, uh, you know, I when we did our, our conference picks at the beginning of the year, I picked LSU. I thought they might upset Alabama and the SEC. So we'll see. A lot of folks are picking LSU. And is it, I don't know. Is it in, it's in uh, Baton Rouge? Is it in, 
C'est une belle oh, Semaine Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. So oh that does la. help them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's gonna it should be a fantastic game. And LSU is they do not like Saban. No. They do not. No. Oh no. Yeah. They are angry. Yep. He is the prodigal but, son. God, Alabama, but he is Alabama. not welcome back. No. Uh, a lot of great games, obviously, this week because you know the playoff rankings came out. The rubber meets the road. LSU Alabama is great. Notre Dame Northwestern is great. Michigan Penn State's a great game to watch. But my pick is going to be Navy at Cincinnati because my son and the West River Central Warhawks marching oh. band are playing at <laughs> halftime. Nice. Nice. Are you going to? I cannot because I because I am running the box office for the drama club's production of Antisocial, so I cannot make it to Cincinnati and then see to my volunteer duties there. Well, you're such a good dad. Though. You yeah. are a good dad. But Cincinnati, after, I mean, really, OU was the team that gave them the most struggles this year. They're in the top 25 now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they have one loss, though. Yep. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep. yep. Okay, moving on to the NFL. NFL lock of the week. Uh, let's let's see. We did coach first last time, so let's do maestro. Uh, I, I have a couple games, but I think I'm going to, uh, game time decision, I think I'm going to stick with the Texans. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pick them over the Broncos. Broncos are uh, minus two and a half. So they're actually favored, which I think is shocking. But What? Houston plus two and a half against Denver? It must be at Denver. Yeah, I don't know. Wow, that seems uh, odd. It seems odd, but we never check. So We never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got the Browns plus 72. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Coach NFL. I'm going to stick with the team that's won me the last two two weeks, I think, and that's Carolina, minus six and a half versus Tampa Bay. Minus six and a half. Versus Taking Carolina. Tampa. Okay. Tampa Bay is terrible. Jameis is terrible. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. Again, that's a team that looked good in their first couple games and then just fell apart. Yeah. The Fitz mm-hmm. magic has failed. Uh, very good. Well, I am going to make uh, I'm going to make Maestro's brother happy. I'm picking the Pittsburgh Steelers. They are plus three at Baltimore. And... I didn't believe yeah. in Baltimore. Coaches convinced me that they're garbage, and I think the Steelers are on the on the rise. So that's a good call. Three points. Well, I'll call. take them. That's a good call. And by the way, a footnote to the last episode. Uh, I do. I am six six beers in debt to. Uh, oh yeah, that's uh, right. The side yes. bet. I forgot about the side bet. Coach, are are you are you coming up for air this weekend? Because you've been uh, you've been busy the like for the last I think month. this weekend I might have a little little uh little breathing room here nice. maybe so we, we we might be able to enjoy those six saisons saisons <laughs> or which or. I think is a little more compelling listening we continue to exploit coach's gambling problem and try and get I him. like that too I like that too <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like double or nothing who wants double or nothing right. come on let's do this so those are our locks of the week NCAA NFL uh, we also have some picks here major league soccer going into the playoffs this is the knockout round, so it's one game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we'll do this draft style. We have uh, LAFC versus Salt Lake. We have FC Dallas versus Portland. They're the Timbers. Uh, New York City FC. Now, that's not Red Bull. That's FC versus uh, the Philadelphia Union. And then DC United. United. <laughs> versus United. the Columbus Crew, who beat Minnesota to get into the playoffs just this past week. Also, hashtag save the crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's do it this way. It's going to go maestro coach me, meme coach maestro. All right. 
Okay, Maestro. Do I do yep. it? All four or just one a game at a time? One game at a time. LA versus Salt Lake. A- LA. Coach? Salt Lake. I'm taking LA. Uh, Dallas versus Portland. I'm picking Dallas. Coach? Portland. Dallas. All right. New York versus Philadelphia. Maestro? New York. New York. Ah, I will take Philadelphia then. Although New York is a heavy favorite in that game. Finally, I'm taking the Columbus crew to upset United. I'm going to take the United. Mm, I'm going Caro. Nice. Coach, I think you might have successfully abated Maestro into making a homer pick there. I totally did. It's it's definitely a homer pick. It's definitely homer pick. Right? I mean, we we didn't want to lose the crew, and now it looks like we're going to save them. I hope Columbus does win. I will say, of all the of all the away teams in those four games, Columbus has got the highest. I think the highest chance of winning. Yeah. The other three, not yeah. So, much. so I gotta say, uh, is Tyler gonna fly us to DC for the game? Is that the plan? Yeah, is he gonna do that for us? Tyler and I are on the outs right now. Oh, so. no. oh. Ooh, maestro! Sorry, I really wanted to go to that game. On his Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. That brings us to. Mm-hmm. Are you guys ready? True, true, true. Trivia. 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 Stingers. Trivia. I thought we'd do pro soccer trivia this week because we haven't done that mm-hmm. in a long time. So yes, yeah, this was hard. I like it. All right. Uh, who who wants to want me to throw one out first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I, I again, I had two that I liked, but I'm going to go with the first one here. So you know how pro, pro soccer teams uh, here in the Major League Soccer we have uh, like support groups. You know, like uh, there's Columbus till I die here and. Uh, the the Philadelphia Union, their support group is uh, the Sons of Ben. Okay. The Sons of Ben Franklin. Franklin. Uh, but for a while, Philadelphia had a, a professional women's soccer team. I think they were called the Independent. Or Philadelphia is currently the Independence. The women's team was the Philadelphia Union. What was their support group called? Daughters of Betsy? Not the Daughters of Betsy, but that's a good guess. The Suffragettes? No, you guys are going to laugh. I picked this because I thought there'd be an odd chance you might get it. It was uh, the the cheesesteaks. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my god! The I do love steaks. a good Philly cheesesteak. Oh, oh my god! They're no. cheesesteaks. All right, Maestro, what do you got? Oh man, I. You guys ready? Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna throw uh, I'm gonna throw some scores at you. Do that. The highest scoring professional soccer match. This is international. This is all over the world's uh, highest scoring. I'm going to throw it. It's multiple choice. 17 to 12, 19 to 10, 31 zip, 21 to 8. Highest scoring international match ever. I'm going to say 31 zip. 31 nil, nil, nil. 31 nil, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the first one? 17 to 8? 17 to 12. To 12. 19 to 11 was in there. I'm going to pick 17 to 12. 17 to 12. The correct answer is 31 nil. Oh. Coach got it. Spanked. It, hap- it happened in 2001. It was Australia beat up on American Samoa. It was a World Cup um, trial match. Wow. Or whatever they call this. Um, and also, there was another um, record in that game. Archie Thompson scored 13 goals. That's the highest. Archie, game. well done, Archie. Archie. Yeah. You didn't think around like 
like 20 to nothing. The coach might say, hey, let's uh, let's ease up a little on these guys. Let's kick it out of bounds. We got to score 30 goals or we don't qualify. Just the a talking smack out there. Kick it again. Put it in. Oh, man. I feel so bad for that team. I do too. And, and soccer games are so long. They're probably like, is it 90 minutes yet? And then the ref is probably like five minutes of extra time. And they're like, come on. What? <laughs> Stoppage time. Uh, very good. So, uh, well, it, it's a little known fact that American Samoa actually, instead of shorts, they wore grass skirts in that game. <laughs> it is a little known fact. Yep. Little known fact. All right. Go ahead, coach. What do you got? All right. So mine has to do with the MLS and the championships. So they've been around since 96. Uh, one team, uh, New England Revolution, I'm almost going to call them the uh, Buffalo Bills or they're the Buffalo Bills of the MLS. They've been in the championship many times, but never won. They've just they've been there several times. How many times have they been to the championship and never won? Uh, uh, I'm going to say four. If, if I was going to say five. They're the Buffalo Book Bills. I'm going to say four. Right. It, it, if it was... It is five. Um, <laughs> they they went three straight years in a row and lost, but they've been there five times and lost all five times. So awesome. they are the Buffalo Bills plus one I of MLS you. soccer. So, and now, uh, Crooked, the crew has been twice and they won once. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. That is correct. All right. I think DC United has the most, or DC and uh, LA has the most. Oh, LA. That's right. LA. The Galaxy. Okay. Very they have, good. They have five. Yeah. Uh, so here's another one. I thought this would be a little a little tricky, but I thought Coach might have an outside chance of getting it. Who was the Columbus Crew's first coach? Oh, man. And I'm here to tell you. It's Bruce that, Arena. No, no. <laughs> it was not Bruce Arena. It was Timo Lukowski, who you might know as the coach of the Cleveland Force. Yes. Oh, Timo Lukowski. I was a, the coach of the force during all those great years with Keith yes. Murphy. Uh Very good. So do you guys also know, one last one, what uh, what the championship game of the North American Soccer League was called? Nassau? Yeah. Remember Nassau with like yes, the New York Cosmos and Pele? Was it called the, um, the America Cup? It was called the Soccer Bowl. The Soccer Bowl. <laughs> I, that was hilarious. Uh, I, can't, I can't believe that didn't pit, didn't take off. Yeah, I want a T-shirt. I know a Soccer Bowl T. Soccer Bowl four. Minnesota go, versus Toronto. Did it go many before more than four? I think it went six. <laughs> soccer Bowl six, our last one. All right. Uh, that was fun pro soccer trivia. I didn't expect any of us to get any of those because we know very little about pro soccer, uh, but it was fun. Fun trying. That's fun. Fun. That's fun. Cool, 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 cool. All Thanks. right. Rants or corrections? Rants or corrections? And just a reminder to the two of you, a correction is where you, you clean up something you said in a previous show and you want to clarify it, and a rant can be about anything. All right. I have a rant. Go. Okay. It's about you two jokers because your candy selection sucks. The fact that you guys like Circus Peanuts, and, I, and, and Pete, you have an emotional connection to it. That's great. But they're so bad. And candy corn should never, ever be consumed. By saying that you would eat candy corn off like not during Halloween that you enjoy it that much I I, I bear I, I I feel broken I feel like I knew you and I've been lied to all these years so we have officially ended the friendship right yeah it's this, over. Is, this is it 
this is it. I just wanted to just kind of put a nice little bow to it, but yeah, it's over. That's fine. Coach, coach, a few weeks, few episodes back, you uh, you said you're going to dial down the anger. <laughs> <laughs> this is and you're getting yourself all all flustered. Sorry, you, over candy. You, you, you are a, a pro candy, pro sugar cereal guy. You should be open minded about everybody's sweet tooth. I, you would think. But when the decisions and choices are so bad, I can't stand back and just let people make bad mistakes. So I'm trying to help you, really. I'm really just a helper. Your sweet tooth snobbery is... Is, is, is at an all-time high. You're right. You're right. It's a little disappointing. <laughs> really? Candy corn and circus peanuts? Come on. So good. So good. They're so bad. You guys, and if I eat like a whole bag of circus peanuts... Peanuts? Oh, peanuts? <laughs> um... Like the sugar rush I get, like it overwhelms my meds and everything. And it's like, like old school Pete comes out for about 30 minutes. <laughs> Frank the tank. Oh man. All right. Maestro, any rants or corrections? Nope. Nope. Maestro, hundred percent spot on as always. Uh, so usually what I do when I listen to the show on Wednesdays is uh, I will text myself my corrections or rants. And uh, I have one of each this week. I actually had two corrections, but I don't understand what one of them's referring to. So I'm not going to do that at all. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so my first correction uh, last week when I asked uh, what was the name of Columbus's professional football team, and I was referring to our inaugural NFL team, the Columbus Panhandles, but coach said Ohio Glory. And I realized technically that's also correct. It was a professional football team based in Columbus. It was just the World League of American Football. So Okay. So, coach, you, you were technically correct there. I shouldn't have said wrong like that. <laughs> it's okay. I forgive you. Uh, the Columbus Panhandles. And again, I am the owner of ColumbusPanhandles.com if we want to get uh, get a logo going. Uh, yes. I did find out when I said I knew Panhandle had something to do with railroads. It actually was the name of a railroad. It was the Panhandle Railroad that ran <laughs> through Cincinnati and Columbus and Pittsburgh uh, to New York. And that's the Panhandle Ram- the, Railroad. The, player, the players worked for that railroad. Your uh, your poor brain that has to carry around that information. I know. Oh, God, the Panhandle Railroad. So I really feel like ColumbusPanhandles.com. That's going to be what my moneymaker is. That's Hoopsters. it. That's <laughs> out. Panhandle.com in. That's right. That's right. Very good. Uh, and then uh, my rant here is uh, is about you, Coach. There uh, we go. Last week, you were talking about uh, Purdue's um, – the story of, of Tyler, the Purdue player who had cancer. And yes. you said, you said, uh, and I quote, you said, it's, it's kind of sappy. I know it's almost like a long distance dedication. And I just thought almost like a long distance. So his cancer story does not measure up to long distance <laughs> dedication in your book. The hell is wrong with you? And then I thought I should clarify for our millennial listeners Long distance dedications were these things that back before the internet, if you wanted to hear a song, you had to call a radio station and ask them to play it. And Casey Kasem did one where you could make a dedication to your your significant other who lived in another city. And he'd be like, you know, he'd be like, "That's you light up my life, going out from That's coach." For Jenny. <laughs> you're right. That- <laughs> I can't. You're right. That was. I'm, I apologize. Must <laughs> long. It Good absolutely God. deserves. Long is gonna burn in hell. Oh uh, man, I've got no. no, as no as I, I wanted to clip just that and play it, but as you know, uh, we we don't follow up like that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, good. 
Very good. All right, guys. Uh, well, that's it for Rancer Corrections. And uh, it looks like at 48 minutes on recording number three, we're <laughs> right where we need to be at about an hour and 20. Oh, man. <laughs> that means there's plenty of time left for final thoughts. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Okay. Uh, Maestro, let's kick, uh, let's kick off final thoughts with you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So, uh, in Ohio last weekend, we, uh, we had some lousy weather. Mm -hmm. Um, also in the world, in America, especially, we had some really lousy things happen. Yeah. There's shootings, mass shootings. Um, a lot of politics right now. We got an election coming up. So I just wanted to say, you know, I'm, I am definitely the, the, the definition of a medium sports fan, but uh, I will say, on a rainy weekend with all that noise happening in the world, it was kind of nice to just watch sports, just bury my hand, my head in the sand and watch sports and not, uh, just tune out. And so that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. You, you guys were watching a lot on Saturday. There was a lot of activity in that thread. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. That, that's, that's well said. That was, uh, I did a lot of that. I think, you know, I, I think at, in the bottom line, that's what sports is all about, right? Absolutely. It's, it's entertainment, but it's, it's escape. It's outside. You know, you work, you work your ass off all week. Most of us do. Um, there's stress in that. You know, you're raising kids, you're paying bills, and then you got shootings and politics. So it was nice to just, you know, let's just put some football on. Yeah. Sip, sip a couple cold ones, eat some chips, and mindlessly watch football. Pop some candy corns in your mouth. It was all good. Oh, the candy corn. Candy corn. Oh, good. All good. All right. Good. Coach, what's your, that's a nice final thought there. Um, yeah, friend. that is very good. Um, mine, mine just has to do with, I mean, it's no, be no surprise. I'm going to talk about David Blatt, but. Um, David, 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 David Blatt. My, my feeling is this whole Lou firing, and I just keep looking back to how good David Blatt, I mean, would, would be with this team. Because when he was hired, this was what he was supposed to do. Wait, Lou got fired? Oh. <laughs> when the hell did that happen? Exactly. When the Steelers beat them. So I just keep thinking how it would have been nice to actually have seen David Black get a chance to work with a young team and and try to make them good. So I hope he gets another chance because, you know, I love David Black. But I wish if there was a bizarro, weird, like, universe that uh, they would just hire him back and say, you know what? Now we're going to give you the team. Go ahead and do what you're supposed to do, David. David Blatt. I think he would be a good coach to this team. He'd be a fantastic coach with this team. Yeah. This is what the team, this is the team he was supposed to coach, this type of team. Yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. All right. So uh, unsurprisingly, coach advocating for David Blatt is his final thought. Really, that's his always thought. (laughs) That is an always thought. (laughs) If we had a session called Always Thoughts, coach would just... If we could just tune in to Coach's mind and be like, be like, David Blatt would be a great coach for this team. He'd be really good. I think a lot of people think it's kind of a joke, but to actually hear hear Coach talk about him in that way, you realize he's he really does like yeah, him. And, um, he's a he's a coach's coach, if I'm not mistaken. Heck yeah, he is. Yeah. So very good, very good. I, I realize uh, we didn't even get to talk about 
coach, you know, that you threw your name into the hat for the Browns head coaching job. Correct. We we did uh, put your resume out there on the Instagram. I put it out on the Twitter. I, I think they should take, give you a serious look. Why not? And uh, so apparently you ran uh, the seventh grade offense for four plays. Is four that right? plays. Yes. I, uh, I, uh, the quarterback throwback. Which, and that's uh, roughly the same as what, uh, what the Browns uh, running back. When you said that, I was going <laughs> to say I had the same experience as Kinchin. That's right. So I'm curious why you decided to throw in for the Browns. And uh, again, we're trying to get hashtag higher longly trending on, on Twitter. At first it was going to be hashtag higher coach, but I realized that doesn't really mean a whole lot outside of our show. Because <laughs> everybody. But um, you didn't, you didn't want to go for the Cavs job. How come? Uh, you know, right now I just feel like the Browns need me more than the Cavs. Yeah. I think the Cavs will find their, their center and be all right and figure things out. But the Browns are an absolute trash fire and, um, I think they need me. They need my, uh, let's, let's just do it. I don't care what, what, the, what happens. Todd Haley would have no irritations with me because he would have been fired a long time ago. The first time he talked back to me and, uh, it'd be fun football. All right. It'd be yeah. fun football. Do you have, do you have any concerns skipping high school and college level football? I think that my, my un, unstained, uh, not being forced into the cliches of high school football and college football and whatever pro I'm like, I'm going to come and bring a brand new attitude. I don't even know what the terminology is, but I will start something brand new. These guys are going to have something brand new. They're going to be like, what is he talking about? But once they figure it out, it's going to be fun. Now, uh, let, let me ask you this coach. Uh, step, step ready, boys. Let's do it. Let's say I'm uh, let's say I'm Jimmy has and I want to hire you. And I'm like, all right, uh, coach, you're going to be the new coach of the Browns. The only uh, the only caveat is every day you have to eat a circus peanut. Mmm, mmm, Jimmy. Mmm, we we may have to negotiate that. I think he made his fortune selling circus peanuts. Yes, he did. That was his fortune. These are you can cer- circus peanuts. You, you can certainly <laughs> buy them at his gas station. Oh my god, absolutely! They sell them in bulk. That's right. So, all right. Very good. Uh, all right, coach. Well, that was, a, that was a nice final thought. I can't remember what it was, but I'm sure it was <laughs> cogent. I, uh, my, my final thought was a little scattered. Hey, guys, here's the thing. Yeah. I like Twitter, right? And I like our, our Sports Wednesday account because it, it does represent the full spectrum of political views in a way that our personal stuff doesn't always. So that's always helpful for me. But I, I keep looking at the at Sports Wednesday account, and it it was created in November of 2016, which was around the time we're talking about starting the show. We started it yeah. in December, I think. And I keep going, did did I was is that me? And I just don't know what email account I because <laughs> it's got no followers, it's got no tweets. Uh, I'm sorry, it has one follower, which is me. It's got no tweets, and and I'm just like, like, did I reserve it at some like I I just can't, and I'm checking every possible email address I've ever had, and I I, I like I think it might be me, and I just don't I know how to is. get to it. Oh my god, I think you did get it. I think that's yours. So I I don't know. We're, we're gonna have to figure something out. We're gonna have to start like I can't send it a DM unless it follows me back. I mean, I could tweet at it and say, hey. Pete, Could you reach out? November 2016. Oh my God! Could you reach out to Twitter themselves? You know like, they hey, they don't like. And so here's the thing: Twitter, like when accounts inactive like that, 
they deactivate them after a while, but it's kind of hit or miss, right? So I kept I keep waiting to see it go deactive, and then I'll grab the name and, and transfer our, our followers over. But I bet you that is you. Who <laughs> else know. would have Sports Wednesday? I know, right? Unless somebody's like Sports Tuesday, Sports you know Thursday. Who did it? Those, those guys jerks are sports, sports Thursday. Thursday. Hate those guys. I hate those guys. <laughs> so. Uh, all right, everybody. Well, I think uh, anything else in this, this is going to be a heck of an episode to edit. <laughs> penis, 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 penis. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, good. Coach, you want to walk us out? And Mike, yeah. are you ready? You know what? We're. I think we can put this episode to bed. So go ahead and pat your David Blatt bobblehead on the head. Sports Wednesday's all done. Nice. That was a uh, run like hell. Am I right? Yeah, I heard it on the radio today. I was like, oh, run nice. like hell. Yeah, it gets it gets a little faster after that part. Wow, that was nice. Run, 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 run. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times.